to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Steve. Hello! So, this is the end of our week, um, and we're going to be talking about one of the few X-Men characters I actually have affection for. Oh, this is it. This is exciting. So, so we're not going to yell about Maelstrom for another 40 minutes? No, no. We're going to talk about magic. Ileana Rasputin. You know, do you know anything? I am magic? unfamiliar. I, I am unfamiliar with uh, a character named Magic. Uh, since you don't know, we're just going to go through this the way we normally do. So you'll discover more about her. All right. So. Um, so what is her name? Ileana Rasputin. Sorry, I'm just I'm googling along with you. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that yet, since you don't know much about her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't look. So, I just want to have pictures up. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, who? What do you think Ileana is? What do I think Ileana is? Well, with the name like Rasputin, I'm assuming there's some sort of unkillable element to her. Oh well, no, it's more of like she's related to. Colossus, who who is oh. related to Rasputin, according to a really bad X Men miniseries. Oh, oh, that's that's always the best place to get information is bad miniseries. Oh, I mean, which is most of X Men's miniseries. They're bad, most of them. <laughs> also, most I, of their crossover events are bad, I, I, and a lot of their original projects are kind of dodgy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what do you think her powers are? With a name like Magic, it is very hard to say for sure. I'm going to assume she's not a Magic the Gathering player. No. Uh, and I pray that it's not like a stage magic type character. No. Okay. So probably, oh gosh, I don't know. Does she summon objects maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with she can summon objects. Actually, that is one of her powers. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so her occupation is student. Okay. Her identity is secret. Um, okay. She so another one of those. A, yeah, she is a uh, citizen of the SSR, but lives in the United States under a special visa, and she's okay. still a minor. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I will try not to make too many cute jokes about her uh, attire then once I see it. <gasps> and, oh, and, and she has pirate boots. Yeah, she has pirate boots, which is the first in a little bit. Um, and by a little bit, I mean in like a week. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, her group affiliation is the New Mutants. Okay. All right. And she's, uh, uh, Pieter's, uh, Rasputin's sister. Oh, okay. Little sister. Yeah. So Colossus, of course. Um, of course. Yeah. So, um, she was part of the New Mutants. Uh, essentially, I'm not going to go over all of her history because that is like 10 years of New Mutant stuff. I'm just going to go over some of the, uh, the key parts. So, um, she, uh, she was brought, oh, sorry, wait, I should tell when she started. 
So she first showed up in Uncanny X Men. Uh, I'm sorry, not Uncanny X Men. That's when she died. Uh, Giant Size X Men number one, Deadly Genesis. Um, this was the X Men comic that made X Men like the main story comic for okay. Marvel and and uh seventy five kind of spawned the it, it was you know it also uh it's also when they retconned a whole bunch of stuff and you know added uh nightcrawler storm colossus to the team okay and wolverine i forgot wolverine the person who was brainwashed by xavier oh okay yeah more 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 brainwashing it's uh, i'm starting to see a theme amongst professor x yeah yeah um, well, I mean, the theme is he's a, un, un, unconscionable, uh, loser who relies on his, uh, brainwashing powers to make people like him and forget things that he's done. <laughs> of course, of course. Look, if you can edit people's brains, why wouldn't you? I've said this before. If I had superpowers, I would immediately become a villain. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, sincerely, I think most of us would. Like, I, I already know that I'm only going to be using my powers for selfish reasons. <laughs> yeah, but first, like, anytime, anytime it comes down to a, do you, if you have this power, what do you do? I'm always like, Rob Banks. Like, oh, you can turn invisible. Guess what I'm doing? Robbing Stealing a bank. stuff. <laughs> I'm robbing <laughs> stuff. That would, that would be great if you were just, if you were an invisible shoplifter and so you just took shit and then a, to the to the shop owner a pile of their stuff just left in the air. Hey, you can fly. What are you doing? I'm stealing stuff and flying away. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. I Theft wanted is that involved. breakfast sandwich away. <laughs> Dropping rocks on people's heads when I'm above them. Well, oh, I don't no. know if I do do that to just well, I people. I, I don't know if I do that to people, but it's an option that I would consider if I was flying. Oh, sure, of course. I, yeah. Look, you you could always drop bird poo, and then nobody will be upset at all. Yeah. Well, okay. So essentially, um, when she was a tiny child, not whenever she was an adolescence, a tiny child, a uh, tiny child. Yep, a tiny child. Uh, when she was in the Soviet. Soviet-controlled Russia. Um, she was held captive by one of Doctor Doom's robotic duplicates and Miss Locke, and uh, then, then like it forced the X Men to like save Arcade and her. Okay, uh, this is the closest to mainstream we've been on this show, by the way. Yeah, at, at this one. And honestly, like, I know, like, that's the thing. Like, I have a very skewed view of what's mainstream with Marvel. Like, it's very skewed. True, true. <laughs> so, like, just like, everyone knows who who uh, Magic is. She's in the New Mutants, which is one of the most important, like, comics from the 80s. It's so, like, <laughs> no one, no, no. Why would anyone know about Ileana Rasputin? She was nothing, nothing, like, super popular in the mainstream. Well. <laughs> I, I will I will say of the characters I've done on the show, she is by far the coolest looking. Yeah. And also she uh she managed to be She managed to be She managed to be like uh caught in limbo as a child. 
and limbo as not in like the there's two limbos in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. What I'm, is, I'm glad for multiple limbos. Okay, one of them is like the limbo you think, like it's the space between spaces. Okay, the other one is the one that she went to, and that is basically hell, essentially a hell so, replacement. So distinctly not limbo. Yeah, and not hell with one L, which there is, and not hell with two L's, which there's also one in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> no. It's limbo. <laughs> it's a limbo. It's yeah, other and, and uh he taught and he she was taught by Belasco, who is a villain that first showed up in a Kazar comic. Oh alright. Yeah, I I was just waiting for that like like oh yeah, you know, thing <laughs> that you know you should have done because everyone knows about Kazar because I know about Kazar. Of course, every every single person. Look, I look. I've got so many Kazar posters in my house. I mean, I, I'm everyone, surprised it took me so long to remember. Everyone loves blonde Tarzan. Exactly. Everyone uh, loves him. Every single person. Nobody could have a problem with blonde Tarzan. No one could have. Who would? No one. No one could have a problem with his fur pirate boots, which no. he has. It's amazing. <laughs> Well, that's just normal pirate boots to be covered in fur, right? Yeah, but uh, but Belasco, um, he's basically like a demon, and she, he taught her magic. Um, like different types of spells and whatnot. And also gave her a dark soul, which is basically... Uh, it's hard to... It's hard to explain the Dark Soul, I think. So basically, the Dark Soul is basically like a demonic force that helps power her magic. Okay. And by magic, I mean like magic magic, not like her name. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So with a C rather than a K. Well, no, it's with a CK because of Gick. Because, you know, oh, that's, oh, what, okay. that's what actual witches do. Magic is what, you know, magicians do. Oh, okay. Yeah, parlor all right, tricks. All right. I'm on board. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the yeah. same page, I think. <laughs> you know, McGick. I know the real stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. While she was in uh, working with Belasco, she discovered her mutant power, which was to create energy discs where she could kind of teleport herself through space and time. But it has to go through limbo. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like like the retcon version of uh nightcrawlers cause oh, okay. of teleportation. Right, okay. So, so okay, so she's like nightcrawler but instead of uh personal teleportation it's a dimension door sort of arrangement. Yes, and she can teleport a lot of people as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah. All right, well, she good. also and she's also like really she's co coded like super queer as well. And like she's oh, oh, gal okay, power. All right. Yeah, she's gal pals with uh with Kitty Pride. Okay, all right. You know, uh, you like said coded. I heard coated, as in a thick layer applied upon, and I was trying well, to I figure mean, out how that worked. Okay, so I don't know if you know how like queer people work, but we do have a slime over us, which is this <laughs> pure concentrated like gay or bisexuality. Like, and that's why that's why you don't want to be around us if you're super straight, because we might give you the gay. 
Oh, oh, that yeah. would explain it. I, I had a gay friend and all of a sudden I was really into Vin Diesel. So yeah, gosh, like, that explains a lot. Like when, when people say, people mispronounce the Kinsey scale because it's actually the uh, Kinsey slime. And it's how much <laughs> slime you have on you at any point in time. That's why, that's why, that's why, like, if you go to, like, a gay bar where, like, you know, there's a bunch of, like, muscly, uh, dancers and stuff, they're so <laughs> shiny, it's because they're just, they're just, like, covered in that slime. You know, that explains why you reacted to Gronk so fiercely. Yeah, it's just like, because he has a fake slime. He's, he's not queer. I don't want people having fake slime on them, where they, like, uh, they're constantly, like, around each other and, like, yeah. Giving they have each tender other moments. longing looks, and where like where both of them are teenagers, and when Katie Pride gets embarrassed around her, she like her powers activate, and it's like the only person that activates around, well, like un involuntarily, you know, stuff uh, like that. They yeah. they also yeah. have things called well, I imagine off the page they have things called friendship kisses too. You know, when two when two friends who really love each other not like like kiss each other with a lot of friendship. Yeah, yeah, those friendship kisses that I'm yeah. that we're all super familiar with. Yeah, friendship kisses, you know, like the thing that people do when they love someone a lot and they're just friends. Exactly, they, exactly. They kiss it's each other. It's entirely platonic, these friendship kisses and the following friendship sex. Yeah, and then she got like, she also has something called a soul sword and soul armor, which, you know, she passed on to her, her um, gal pal. Kitty Pride after she got de-aged into a child and sent back to limo limbo. Oh yeah, okay, that's not weird at all. So her powers. I'm gonna put down the book because she has magic powers, which means anything you want, um, essentially. But she's one of the mutants that her power is actually kind of inconsequential. Really, like. Well, yeah, because like it's doesn't it's not her main thing. She kind she has so she makes basically like dimensional doors or dimensional okay. discs, and she can teleport through limbo. Okay, but her main thing is that she does like magic. Like, so her magic, I should say magic, uh, because the, okay. Yeah, so her magic. mutation is the discs, and then and she has magic. Yes, and she her main thing is magic. And I think that's interesting. There's another character that I like a lot that hasn't really shown up a lot lately called Pixie. And she is half fae, <sighs> half mutant. All right. And she's not a mutant fae, which we'll get into. We'll talk about that later. But she's not like a mutated fairy. She is half human, mutant, half fairy. And... Her power is like she has like actually her power is that she can like make like like angel dust basically off of her wings and out of her hands so she can like make people hallucinate and stuff. Oh, okay. So but I want to be friends with her. <laughs> but she also, uh, but she also has like wings and she has like she's like adorable when she's not drawn by Greg Land who just draws her like a porn star. Because that's the only people, that's the only type of women that exist to him, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I've seen a lot of that uh, innocent art. Yeah, but she, but like, she, you know, she has like really, she, it's a, it's adorable character design. Um, and she has like fairy wings and stuff like that. But she also uses magic. 
like spells and stuff. Interesting. And I think that's really interesting to like com- combine that stuff because like I don't know, it's just really interesting to me. I, it's fascinating, and given Marvel's, uh, I, I can't even remember the word. I, given uh, Marvel's predisposition towards combining things at random, you'd think you'd see more of that combo. Well, my favorite combo right now is the infamous infamous Iron Man, which is basically Doctor Doom, but Iron Man. And the thing about Doctor Doom is he is the world's best second place person, um, where he's like really good at like everything, but he's just not as good as other people, but he's really good at magic, like really good. So essentially right now we have a magic Iron Man. Like, he has a suit and everything and technology and whatnot, oh. but he also uses, like, lots of spells, and it's, like, kind of cool. That's uh, disconcerting. I, I, well, I, he's I, a good guy. He's a good guy. Oh, he's oh he's a good guy in this one. Okay. Yeah, he's a good guy. And technically, right. he's always a good guy. He just knows the only future where the world, the universe doesn't get destroyed is when he becomes the ruler of it. He's looked at every single future, and he has to rule the world so nothing gets destroyed. Okay, well, I forgot about that bit. It's been a while since I visited Doctor Doom, but and uh, also yeah, that- he's he's probably the best villain because I love I love him. He's not even a villain. He's like one of the best characters. I love him so much. He is a pretty dope character. It's weird to compare Doctor Doom, who is prolific to well the guys we've been discussing over these past few episodes. Just think like. Somebody came up with Dr. Doom and another person went, oh, yeah, well, how about a hairy chest guy? Yeah, I'm done. I'm kind of done. <laughs> You're done? <laughs> I did not mean to kill this episode. No, you didn't. You didn't kill it. It's just like I lost interest in talking about magic. Like, she's cool. It's just like I, I don't like good. X-Men that much. I don't like X-Men that much. So, like, I, I don't blame you. X-Men is a little too on the nose about what it's trying to say. Uh, when I dabbled okay. with comic writing, my pitch was literally X-Men, but sane. So, like, here's the thing. I feel like it's good to have, like, the, the mutant metaphor is an interesting metaphor to have. The thing is, is until, unless, but if it's only written by, let's say, straight white dudes, it becomes less of a, this is a metaphor for people who are um minorities to this is a minority and we don't care about any other minorities <laughs> I, I didn't say it wasn't problematic <laughs> and that's uh, that's a problem they they do they do like pit on that at points and it it's good when they do uh, yeah it's, just, it's good that they're trying you know but w- without like some knowledge on the subject it, it's gonna fall flat so, um, what do you have? What's your thing? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I am the host of Why Haven't I Seen This, a retro movie review show over on the Pants Pending Studios Entertainment Network at pantspending.com. Uh, I also hosted a show called Never Ending Random Discussion, which is more like what we just talked about. Uh, let's see. And I'm also Edwin Misnomer Bonshift on the Atheist Apocalypse Show. And, uh, on the off chance you're a Spokenite over in Spokane, Washington, I'm a regular performer at the Blue Door Theater. Okay, well, I am Jesse. I have a healthy layer of Kinsey slime. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. It's, Keep it's that a Kinsey healthy slime. layer. Be proud yeah, of just, that slime. I'm so proud of it. In fact, 
I'm so proud of it that I don't know something so, something something fish man. I don't know <laughs> something something fish man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you want to see my handsome cat, who's a wonderful and perfect in every way, and is currently chirping, oh, he's chirping at me right now. Okay, okay. Uh, um, he you can look at him at. Mar- at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. You can also listen to me talk about cryptids. Who some are I mean, some are covered in slime, but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like gay slime or not. Now I'm thinking of fish <laughs> See, that bre- shape of water has like spoiled my mind forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to having my mind spoiled in that exact same way. You should, you should. You should watch one of the horniest movies in America. Yeah. Uh if Thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Flights, and may Madcap show you how slimy some of the guys around you are. Bye! Bye! Bye.